Hey everybody, welcome back. It is the Fancy Bird Games. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauber. Welcome into the Fancy Corner. Let's get it, let's get her cracking with this. I got another beer I'm drinking. Uh, I'm still on my first beer, but that's all right. It's a nobody, will hold, nobody will hold it against you. Maybe, but you know. <laughs> I've had worse things held against me. Probably. Let's be real <laughs> yeah. Make sure that you are grabbing your TRM upgrades, guys, because we are back on it. I know we're going to take a break for Champions Cup after this, but it's back in full swing. There won't be a three, four-week break like there was um, this fall anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Again, so apart from the end of the season. <laughs> um, so, get, yeah, grab those things. And then, obviously, Patreon. Patreon, Patreon. It's on Ben's page. It's on my page. It's in the show notes. Get on it. Get on it. Especially yeah, if you want advice. to not get embarrassed. <laughs> Right. I mean, you know, we, we have we have pretty good proof that it, it's functional. So given, far so good. <laughs> given that actually, you know, we, we talk about Duncan and, and his shoots up the uh, uh, the ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's there's pretty good evidence of at least three of us doing really, really well. off of Right. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I started off the year pretty poorly and I've, I've climbed up since. So, right. Um, yeah, there's that. And. Uh, and Alex, who's a first timer in TRM, is loving it. So yeah, yeah. And, as far as I know, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think he. I think actually, both he and Duncan are ahead of me right now. How about that? The, there you go. So <laughs> it is. Yeah, maybe I'm too close to it. I don't know. And they're seeing. They're a little bit further away from it, and they're seeing it <laughs> from a different angle and getting better at more of it than than I am. But gosh darn it, doesn't piss me off at all. No. Yeah, what are you talking no. about? Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um we we will not be doing frw for champions cup for those that are wondering just yeah there's something up with this format that i'm not really into and, and i'm not saying that because i'm getting shit talked i'm saying that because like this is this feels like old school espn six nations fantasy that's what it feels like and I'm it's super doing, try heavy i'm doing well and i don't like it so right. yeah it's because okay i'll i don't want to no, I'm not going to give it away. I'm not, I'll wait till the end of the season. Oh <laughs> <laughs> <Atta> boy! <laughs> Don't give anything away. <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we know we raised you right. Sorry, I, there's too many people in the league who listen to this pod. So no. <laughs> oh yeah. Also that. There's that yeah. too. There's that too. Okay. Um, let's look at speaking of speaking of the league. Um, Champion Yanks League Division One. Duncan had a massive week. He finished second overall in the, the weekly scorings, which is absolutely fantastic. So well done to you, Duncan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ben's sitting in second as, you, as he has been the last couple of weeks. Uh, Carrick has jumped Justin, so he is now in third. Yes. And Justin had a poor week. Yeah, he had, he had, a, he had, I think he had the worst. He had the worst week in the league. Well, yeah, it was not. Yeah. Oh, he had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. He okay, Ho- well, he had Hoskins. Oops. Yeah. Um, who, he had Co- he... Vincent Cock was. Oh, he had Lonsdale his... and that got subbed. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, he had to have Earl. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Because Earl was on his bench. That's what happened. Oof. Uh, oof. De- but oof, like oof. Fafita only hit 21. Willis only hit 19. Hmm. He captained Sam Simmons, who only hit 26. Like right. none of his players, even Danny, you know, his, his tire scoring players outside of Cocker was Zeke and Care with 28. Mm hmm. You know, yep. Chuck Chuck only got him 10. Like, who the fuck yeah, thinks you're going to have... Not been good. You're going to have 22 points between Piatow and Green. You should be getting that from each of them. Oh, right. So, no no joke. 
Yeah, it's just unlucky, Justin. I want to give you a hug. <laughs> Sorry. Friends hug. That sucks. <laughs> I hate being there. I hate it when every one of your players just – you have to sit there and watch Spits it. the bit for that week, yeah. Every single player. It's the worst. So uh, I'm glad yeah, it didn't so, happen to me so this junk, So um, Justin's now in fourth. I jumped mm-hmm. to fifth. I jumped George. Yeehaw. Oh. <laughs> uh, so George is now in six. Mark. Oh, George also had a similar kind of thing going yeah, on. Yeah, too, huh? yeah, not a great one either. Uh, Mark's yeah. in seventh, and Anton's still holding up the bottle bottom. Although he got a little bit better this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> uh, I got. A, yeah. I, unfortunately, I have a long way to go to catch Justin if I want. I want to do any of that. I got two hundred point gap there. Right. That's oh. a that's a size, and then there's another two hundred point gap between over two. Oh my, wow, two fifty. Yeah, so it'll it'll I mean, be a bit. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a bit if I get if I move up again. But hey, as long as I can stay a little bit higher than the rest, right? I'll call it a day. <laughs> I just uh-huh. I need to start having good weeks soon because I need to get. You know, I'm glad. You know, I, I I talked about it earlier that I needed a rabbit. Last year I had Anton to chase. Um, now yeah. I have Duncan, who I'm directly giving advice on how to beat. Motherfucker, <laughs> way to go. You idiot. Oh, wait, I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Division 2, uh, Frank, Franco has jumped to the top of the league, and Kobus has now come down to two. Uh, it's followed by John. John had a bad week as well. I think he had just about the same type of week as um, as Justin did. Yuck. Um, our old friend Terry. Uh, Liano is in, is in fifth. Uh, Bob's in sixth. Yuri's in seventh. And fellow American Larry is in eighth. Oops. Oops-a-daisy, oops-a-daisy. Um, I can tell you that for FRW, it went pretty awry for me. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's that's what else I don't like about FRW is that it's only on mobile. Yeah, you can't I, do it. I on... really need an I really need an app for this. I really need a yeah, desktop for this biatch. Yeah, because as far as it is, not right. <laughs> as far as it might be, I want to. Yeah, no. So anyway, uh, last week. Uh, Ben was able to beat Anton. Uh, like I said, I lost to George quite handily. Uh, Mark beat, uh, lost to Duncan. And uh, Justin, <laughs> the only person I would have beaten would have been Carrick, and he wasn't playing me this week. Mm. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, we got one more week of prem action. Like I said, I've got uh, Anton. You're on to Mark. George is into, is into Justin. And then um, Carrick and Duncan do battle. Oof, Mark and I are playing for for third seed so far. If I if I can win, I put some serious distance between him and myself. So nice. I hope I can do that. There Plus, go. I got to catch up to Duncan and George up there. Right. Get back here, bastards. Get back here. Um. Yeah, I think. Like I said, we won't do this. I think we'll do the Super Brew for um, Champions Cup, which is similar to. I think that's now the default game for. Um, the European site instead okay. of their own. So, okay. and, and that, and that's a good format from, from what I've, I've, I've been very interested in seeing it. So this will be a good chance to try it out, try it out. So I agree. Away we go. I've heard, I've heard good things. Same. So away we go. We'll, we'll probably d- t- dig into that. In the meantime, we got start set. You start us off. I do. Okay. Um, the, my, my battle of the side pieces, the, the battle for my <laughs> yes, my side pieces. Um, Gloucester hosting Bristol. Um, from a fantasy perspective, they're two really kind of lower tier 
defenses. Bristol are seven, so they're kind of mid-range, but um, Gloucester are 10th. They're also against two low mid-tier attacks. Gloucester are seventh, Bristol are are eighth. So it's this game something's got to give. Something, yeah, something's got to give. Who the fuck knows? Um, Bristol um, strong in, in defense against hookers. They're first. Uh, they shut down hookers. Uh, locks, flankers, and scrum halves. They're third overall against each of those. Um, they're weak against eighth. Uh, they're eleventh. Fly halves. They're last. Centers. They're ninth. Wings. They're twelfth. And fullbacks. They're thirteenth. Um, so pretty kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So for Gloucester, uh, Val Rapavaruskin is a, an excellent opportunity here. Um, Freddie Clark makes tackles and that makes him valuable. So I kind of don't even though, um, Bristol are third against locks. He should still be kind of an outlier there with just making tackles. Uh, I like Ben Morgan. If he's at eight, um, Adam Hastings, uh, is, is the quality opportunity here. Harris and Louis Samet. Uh, Moyle or Carreras, I would think are likely at 15. Um, Davidson is a pretty decent option for the bench, uh, especially for his, for, um, his for his price. money. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, like I, I put him on my bench and it's like, okay, that's pretty much a guaranteed, like at least seven or eight points when he's starting mm-hmm. um, up to, you know, over 10. And it's like, that's pretty good for, for that kind of money. Just, you know, having him there. Um, but he, you're not going to start him. Um, May uh, this week stash him on the bench too. If you've got him, he's, he's again he may get, he's not likely to go off, but he could still get you some points. Maybe um, he scored a try last week and only had ten to- points total. So yellow cards do that. Yeah. Um, sit Singleton, uh, Clement, Ludlow, and Meehan because they're bad matchups. Um, on the Bristol side, Gloucester are strong against centers and wings. Uh, they're fourth and third. They're weak against against props, locks, scrum halves, and fly halves. Um, 10, 11, 13, and 11 there. Uh, so all the hookers for Bristol, whoever is playing hook, good to go. Sinclair is an easy start. Yep. Um, whoever's at lock is, 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 is a good option. I'd avoid six, seven, eight this week. Um, start whoever's at nine and even the backup could be bench bench worthy or, or even a start in a tough bind. Mm-hmm. Um, and Callum Sheedy. I'm, I'm really not excited about anyone outside of 10 for, for Bristol right now. So uh, kind of they're, they're in, in kind of sale territory for me. So <laughs> no man's land stop. Yeah. Until, until, until red Roger gets back. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not even really a that. fan of Piatel right now. He's not, no, he's which, not is really sad, opportunities he which is sad. I am a fan of Piatel, but not with right. that. Right. Not with that. I agree. All right. Um, let's go over to exiles in Newcastle for London Irish, um, Tom Pearson, London Irish young open side, scored well in two or three starts. He's only 123 on TRM and Newcastle are 10th versus mm-hmm. out and out flankers. So he's a he's a play in my book if you got him. And if you don't, if you need a flanker, that's a cheap good one right mm-hmm. there. Um, Newcastle bottom of the barrel against midfielders. So step right up, Curtis Rona, Terrence Tepatima, and uh B B J B uh Bernard. God, I can't even know, you know. Yeah. Bernard, I'll call him that. Cheese him before I fuck it up too much more. <laughs> um, uh, oddly enough, it's it's the 12s that usually score well against the Falcons. So either Hepatima or um, Bernard are going to be the ones that you want to play, which is weird, but I would still play Rona. That's fine too. Um, mm-hmm. Newcastle are second against locks. And of the two Wallabies that are usually uh, sporting in the end room, I'd bench Coleman. He's been the slightly less reliable of the two. Mm-hmm. Um Although I think he's also the cheaper of the two, which is unfortunate, but CLV. <laughs> um, 
Newcastle. Uh, Callum Chick returned from England camp back on a mission. Um, he's not as highly, highly owned as I thought he would be, but again, you got a lot of flanker eight man options right. out there, so I do understand yeah. that in a way. But he's good. Um, a lot of Irish are bottom three against flankers and eights, so it doesn't matter where he plays in the back row. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's a good play there. He is. Um, Trevor Davison. Uh, exiles are bottom against props, and he's probably the best one that the um, the Falcons have. Um, mm-hmm. He's also recently returned from England duty, so should be fairly buoyed from that too. He's also scored well in two of his last three starts, so mm-hmm. as that as well. Um, exiles aren't particularly tough against any single position, but that does not mean that I want anybody to go starting Falcons willy nilly. The TRM percent selections tells me everyone's kind of got the gist of this, and they at least know who the good players are and are avoiding the bad ones for the most part. There are some good ones that are low, but that's good. Um, the one guy that I think is the exception to that is Mike Brown. Um, he's 4% known, which isn't quite the threshold I usually look for, but um, he's not been great since, and he's in need to see a territory right now. So it's the one player I can advise against that I would not play definitively for Newcastle. Okay. Over to uh, Northampton versus Bath. Um you sure it's not uh, Newcastle? Uh, pretty sure. Okay, um, just me. Okay, sure. cool. Um, I actually like this matchup a lot better. I was, I was kind of disappointed. <laughs> was Newcastle Bath. Oh, that's gonna suck. Um, no, Northampton Bath. I like that a lot better. Um, North, Northampton are uh, third overall defense. Bath are number six. Uh, the Saints are the sixth in it, uh, overall attack and thirteenth. Uh, the Bath are thirteenth in attacking points. So. Um, yeah, we're looking at a six versus six offense versus defense, uh, Saints attack, Bath defense. And then we're looking at a 13 in attack versus three defense overall. So I think you can see where this is going. Um, Bath are, are actually strong against flankers. Um, and they're number one overall against scrum halves and fullbacks. And this match, I do not respect that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that right out. Um, they're weak against hookers. Oh, yummy. They're the last in the league against hookers. Uh, ninth against locks. 12th against eights and 10th against fly halves. Not that the saints have decent scoring players at any of those positions. Uh, oh wait, Sam Matavesi at hooker. Yes. Dave ribbons at lock. Yup. Augustus, uh, you fucking bet. Um, Mitchell is, is not only matchup proof, but he should actually do really well against this bath team. Um, either 10, you're, you're full go, uh, which is why I'm wondering if they um, give bigger arrest for this one. Cause they don't really need him. Um, yeah, maybe not that I'm hoping that one of my players actually gets to play this week. Uh, <laughs> where was I? Um, Dingwall is, I think, the best option in the centers. Um, the back three against, except Skozan, I'm not, he seems to kind of be boomer bust, but Freeman and Furbank are, um, yes, please. Yeah, thank you. Good. Uh, on the Bath side, Bath only have five players who are averaging over 20 points per start, and that's uh, Stewart. Fox, Underhill, Boyce, and Bayless. Of those, maybe Ali Fox and maybe Underhill this week. Um, it's a, seems like it could be another good week to skip Dunn. Um, and and Stewart, although he's scoring well, uh, the Saints are um, number one against props. So mean against props. <laughs> there you go. Oh, no. The hooker's there. Uh, where was it? Oh, no. They're not really ranked that high. But either way, Dunn has not been scoring well. Oh, that, no. we're talking about Stewart. Yeah, Stewart. They're number one against props. So sit Stewart. Have have a pine, big guy. All right. Uh, Worcester and Wasp. Uh, Niall Annette 
a defense, a definite play this week. If he starts um, Wasser second to last against Lutz, he's good when he starts. He's probably, he's definitely their best in terms of fantasy scoring. Mm. Um, also, Duhan, he started to come good in the last few weeks. Wasser third to last against wingers. So get him in there. Do it. Um, on the other side of the coin for the Warriors, Ethan Waller, still highly owned, but far from where he was last last year Ooh. in terms of his production. Avoid, 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 boot him. You know, that's a that's a guy you can drop and you'll get some decent coin back. So right. There's there's a lot of props who are not in too much different territory than him right now. So like mm-hmm. as far as um as far as cost is concerned, like yep, yeah, you can easily swap him out for somebody. Good. Yeah, I trade him out for a couple of guys. I think if I remember right, when mm-hmm. he was he, that was when he was near one of his peaks. So, thank you, thank you um, for the wasp, Alfie Barbary. If you missed his impact late last week, uh, well, I'd say he's back and he's ready to return to his pre-injury form. He's a play if he's in. Baby um, Huey out there. Yeah, right. <laughs> my kid, we were watching the, that match with my kids, and they were like. Who is that? I was just like, oh, <laughs> a fucking small gorilla out there. <laughs> right. Like, well, it's yeah. Like I was again watching it with my wife and they kept mentioning him like that he was, you know, like they kept referencing that he was going to be, he was out there and she's like, who, what the fuck? I'm like, you've seen him. Like, you'll remember. And then she, like they, they did this same, we, we did this before because yeah, I think yeah. it was last season when they We've did the same thing before. And then he comes on and just wrecks shop and it's like, oh, that's why they're talking about him. Mm-hmm. Because totally. he's fucking. Yeah, he's he's quite good. Yeah, yeah he'll, he'll be he'll be good once he once he's in uh oh yeah starting position of sixty minutes or more. Right, if he's starting this week, I'm I'm bringing him on my team. That right. that's like a must add this week. Yeah, he's Sorry he's versatile too. He's in he's hooker flank and eight. Right, that that's so helpful to have that kind of versatility. And I have Ogre too. Uh, and and I, yeah, trade him out. I think honestly. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Will Porter, the nine of the moment, probably for Wass, um, with potentially two injuries in those mm-hmm. ranks, um, big ones at that. Um, performed well in the starts, so give him a go this week if uh, you need a nine and he's fairly cheap. So give that one, give that one a consideration, um, especially for a few people that are probably looking at like, oh, tough matchups here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, the one place Worcester have avoided big numbers um, in fantasy is the fullback. A couple early twenties early on, and that's it. Um, if the Wasp fullback is Minazzi, I'd say that trend continues. He's not particularly productive. If it's Crossdale, that could be a different story. So mm-hmm. just keep an eye on which one plays fullback there. So, oh, I wanted to ask you a question, though, about, about one of the Wasp's players. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone we haven't mentioned on the pod yet at all, and that's actually unfair based on how he's playing. Um, what do you think of Robin Hislop? <sighs> Bombers, he's a nightmare in a lot of ways because he's fairly cheap. Mm-hmm. which makes you go, ooh. And then, number one, he well, right now, they don't have any option other than play him. So right. <laughs> that's the upside. Yeah. He's, okay. he's probably playing. <laughs> so that's the good thing. But, uh, you know, and his production's not awful. Was he on mm-hmm. for point, points per 80? His projections are always terrible, which that doesn't really, 20, that's not, that's 23, yeah. That's not too bad. Um, he's only had, he's only got, two games above 20 and coincidentally two of those are for the games Exeter that he's won 60 and, and beyond bad. so yeah that's true. it helps when he goes more right uh, yeah last week he went 69 and he got only got 19 points so. yeah i well i just think uh, and maybe I'm, I'm thinking of also 
because I didn't realize he was actually that high scoring. Yeah, you're right. He's only got the two games over 20. He hit 19 this past week. Mm-hmm. That's not great numbers, but um, he's 157. I guess it's, so it's yeah. the, you could do worse in terms of. Well, I mean, he's doing a lot better props. than Ethan Ethan Waller, and he's like oh yeah, cost. no shit. So yeah. yeah, I was just looking it up, and, and Ethan Waller is is um, 232. Uh, the number one scoring prop in in the Prem is Ali Hoskins. How mm-hmm. you guess how much he costs? He's like two on the nose almost, isn't he? 233. Oh, he's 233. Okay. He's 1K more than Ethan Waller. Um, yeah. You and can, then looking you got at that in your locker, probably somewhere. And then JTA at 214. Like, yeah. Solid. He was a great grab when I was like, wow, he's a great yeah. buy. I'm doing that. Right. <laughs> um, and, and even the other Waller who's scoring pretty well is, is a 233 or so. Yeah. Which if is you have amazing. Ethan Waller on your team, get him the fuck off your team. You got the wrong Waller, man. Right. You got the, <laughs> <laughs> you got the wrong one. Uh, uh, I think, uh, yeah, you're, you're up. I'm up with, uh, Exeter hosting Saracens. Um, def- this fucking is blowing my mind right now. Fantasy defenses. Guess where Exeter are overall way down. They're 12th, right? 12th that they've been, they've been, like we saw that coming top three, the past three seasons. They've been, do not start people against Exeter. Now, mm. not so much. Saracens are fourth overall. Um, Saris are the top attacking team. Hmm. Um, Exeter are ninth in attack. Um, so the Saris are strong against hookers, locks, and flankers, two, four, and one. Not that that really matters for this. Oh, wait, it, it matters a fucking ton. Um, they're second overall against uh, centers. They're weak against scrum halves and fullbacks, um, which actually does play to Exeter's advantage, to be fair. Um, Last week was a bad week to Captain Sam Simmons, as several of our friends found out. Yeah. This week, once again, it's a bad week to Captain Sam Simmons. Um, like in all likelihood, um, you're, you're you're it's a it's a roll of the dice this week, not so much a, a sure thing. Um, the Saris are just good at taking away other teams' best options, and really, you know, especially if they put out that Ewers and and Kirsten lineup. Oh yeah, no help. Simmons is the only option, so yeah. the Saris will be easily shut him down. Um, so, you know, you kind of get points from him, but no, um, don't expect too much. Mm-hmm. Um, Maunder should do well, as we said, you know, they're weak against scrum halves and Hog as well, because he'll get a lot of opportunity to run the ball and he likes doing that. Um, Saracens do like to kick a lot and he likes to try to make teams pay for that. So good for him. Um, everyone else is highly dependent upon selections. So I, I can't really say I, I, there's not many people I would recommend from Exeter right now in this matchup. So you'll have to find out on Friday. <laughs> um, before matches, how, how I feel because I don't know what lineup they're going to go with. If they're going to go with a smart lineup for Saracens or if they're going to go with a fucking dumb, grinded out, it's not going to work lineup. <laughs> um, on the Saris end, uh, it's a fantastic matchup for the forwards. So Exeter are strong against scrum halves, fly halves, wings, and fullbacks. They're all number four. They're weak against props, last in the league. They're weak against hookers, 11th. They're weak against locks, 12th. They're weak against flankers, 13th last Oof. in the league. And number eight's their 10th. The, prop, hooker, lock, flank, eight. Well, got them all. There you go. So, um, <laughs> gotta catch them all. <laughs> you know, the, the Saris have some high scoring props. They have some high scoring hookers. They got some high scoring locks and flankers and, and eights. Um, all are, yes, they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd sit whoever's at nine. I'd not have either of their nines on my team at this point. They're, no. They're just not scoring. Um, and really Sari's only weak point um, of the, of their actual team. Uh, and not that that's weak. It's just, that's their glaring hole. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like, you know, someone like an Alex Mitchell might help right about now. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if that, I mean, I know that was never, ever an option. Oh, wait. Um, uh, Laws should get some decent kicking points, whether he's at 10 or not. So he might, you know, if he's at 10, then start there 10. Otherwise, for Saris, do not start. I, I would not start good if he's at 10. No. Um, Malins is still a must start regardless of matchup. Um, but especially if he's at wing with Goody at 15, which I would fucking love to see. So I keep asking for it. Yeah. Keep praying for it, man. Keep hoping and keep praying for it. Yep. Yeah. We, we might see some big boys rolling in for Saracens. Like Duncan mm-hmm. Taylor might be thrown into that 12 position this week. Right. Wouldn't, wouldn't be shocked. No, would not be shocked either. Although I don't know. I would, I, I still think that that's a matchup miss. Uh, that's a mismatch athleticism wise against Sam Simmons um, in favor of Simmons. So I'm not sure I would like that. You mean him going at 12? Yeah. Hmm. If, if, if Simmons is running at our 12, uh, you know, cause if he's running off first receiver, um, mm-hmm. that might be where he's, he's attacking um, more often than not. And I, I would hmm. like a, more athletic 12 but he's a better 12 he's a better tackler than Tom. <sighs> that's the only problem that, oh that is very accurate okay yeah. all so right that might be what you see <laughs> there that's we go my guess at least all right um to the sunday game lester and quinn's this should be tasty um for the tigers uh matthias moroni a week off after puma's duty he's fresh as daisy probably uh quinn's are middling against centers and he's also very he's also versatile on trm uh, can be played at wing a la Matt Proctor. Um, he's play. He's a player for me this week if he's at 13. Wing, I'm not as, not as convinced. But if he's at 13, give him a, give him a roll out there. I like him. Um, I play any of Nadolo, Potter, Murray, Murray, Valo. Quinn's worst defensive position in fantasy is wing. So that's your shot apart from the big obvious names that I didn't mention yet. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, also for Lester, I wouldn't risk playing any prop that's not the baby rhino. Genj is the only player worth it for them at that point. Mm-hmm. Some of you have decided that Dan Cole might be worth that. And I don't not know. Not this week. <laughs> no, he's been, he's been he's been a tackling machine lately and he's been scoring points. But but it's it's that you know it's not gonna yeah Genj is back forget that yeah <laughs> well i mean he's toured well with Genj. like he and Genj have been a really good combination with that because mm-hmm. yeah Genj Genj a little bit more in the loose and then he's that you know the tighter option in defense and and really that's how they've been um both of them just shutting teams down at from the proposition anyway and um yeah it's just not like you can't really rely on that they're not i don't know how much Harlequins are going to go inside, so I don't know how many yeah, opportunities. I would say not likely. Yeah. Uh, for the Quins, um, Lester, our number one fantasy defense. Uh, we'll see who's matchup proof for the Quins, mm-hmm. especially away from home. Um, Danny carries a play for me this week. Unless you have Alex Mitchell, I'd still play him. Um, it's actually Lester's weakest point. That's not saying a whole lot. Um, Ollie Fox. DC. He kills score. Yeah, he does score. Ollie Fox and the previously mentioned Mitchell had good matches at nine um, in the previous two Lester matches. So there's that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, play Marcus Smith. Lester have not seen yeah. a fly half of his quality in his in the type of form he's in. Play him without blinking. Don't worry about it. Whether or not he's going to get you 40, that's probably not happening. But still, he's worth the play. Okay. Um, I'm actually terrified to play anyone outside of 12 this week for the Quins. I think someone will hit for them. I'm just not sure who. I have no. I have no way to figure that out at this point. Um, I put who you can from these positions on the pine, and I have like Esther Hazen, which is terrifying. So I have Lina too, and I'm not really. I'm not convinced. No, of playing I, I, I'm. I'm not 
personally, I am not worried about Esther Hazen because he makes his own points. He, he's good at tackling, which is big. Um, doesn't miss many either. And he will just run through a motherfucker. And yeah, he, like beyond he, him, I would play though. Is one. Yeah. And Tevron Green, I think, is matchup proof at this point as far as starting we'll them. Out. He might not, even if, you know, you might not, he might not score as much, but he, there's always an opportunity for him to go over 30 just because he feels like it. Any other, you know, and he makes, takes advantage of, a, of another team's mistake. Mm, sometimes. On to our of the weeks. Yeah. Um, so my my start of the week, we've been talking about um, a lot more than I expected to uh, in in these pods, and uh, I think he's got a fucking tasty, tasty, tasty matchup because it's against Worcester, um, mm. and it's really his opportunity to shine and and. Um, He'll get that up, but you know, the opportunities will be there all match. And Jacob Umaga, I think, will mm. convert on enough of them to get you good fantasy points. Nice, nice, like, 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 yeah. I hope we see the old Jacob Umaga. That was the fun one that I love watching for yeah. sure. Um, for me, uh, start of the week, um, <laughs> in a team that's not ex- hit expectations this year, he's still turning in performances though. Uh, He's going to have some company in the in the back row this week, so that'll help him out a little bit and maybe open things up. He's going against the softest opposition, Worcester, as well. Um, so my start of the week around town of the prem is loss number eight, Tom Willis. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I I considered him. I considered Maro Atoji, but they're, no, those are obvious starts. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's uh, yeah. Um, that's a good one. You've picked um, Maro already. I I hadn't picked Tom yet. So oh, interesting. Okay. I'm good pretty sure me. you already did, but maybe I'm crazy. I th- I don't know. It could sounds be like something crazy I would do. as well. It sounds like something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> um, my sit of the week is somebody you mentioned, and I we both love this guy, but he's just not scoring a lick right now. And so um, the matchup is, again, as we, we've been talking about, seems kind of tasty, but in reality is not. Um, so going against Bath is, is not as, as easy as it sounds anymore. And so Matt Proctor. Mm. Have a psychologist, the proctor. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I, but, I yeah. love him, but he's not scoring well this year, and I, I really think that um, Dingwall is going to be like you know the, 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 old, guy, the center yeah. that, that right. And Hutch isn't. He's pl- like they're both playing well. I'm not trying to take away their they're playing. This is all fantasy. Uh, Proctor's not producing, and neither is um, Hutch. Neither is Hutch. So yeah. yeah, stay away from them. Go 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 to the Dingwall. <laughs> To the wall, <laughs> to the ding wall, <laughs> balls to the ding wall. Yeah, exactly. Um, for me, um, this guy's highly owned, despite having zero games above twenty this season, um, and his opposition haven't let any players at this particular position twelve score more than thirteen in a game. Bad omens. Um, my state of the week for round nine is England and Exeter center Ali Devoto. I like where your head's at. <laughs> same, <laughs> same position. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i yeah i, I he's I agree. Very, I, I, and i get it like he was good last year especially in spots but nope he's he's not that guy and he's got not this guy he's not really yeah he's not really a, a good player <laughs> i guess is the way you'd say it um yeah i i think he, he feasted on um the attention that that the simmonses and um slade got and mm-hmm. There's not much need to do that now that teams have figured out that, oh, they're just really kind of dicking around to try to get a penalty and most more than anything. Um, well, so just make, not, your ta- yeah. just make your tackles. All of a sudden, Devote is like, oh, wait, they're just making their tackles. This one. 
<laughs> All right. Um, to the pick of them. Uh, Gloucester and Bristol Friday night. Home team? Yeah. Don't host. Home team. It's like the Gloucester. Yeah. Should be it should be a fun one to watch. I, right. I hope it is at least. Um London Irish and Newcastle. I'm going with the hosts oh, as well. Home, on this home team again, yeah. This could be a lot. This I think I, these are these are. It's like for both of those first two, they're they're fairly evenly matched teams, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, with some, you know, and I don't mean that there's there's clear differences right now. Gloucester are playing better than Bristol. The Irish are playing better than Newcastle. But as mm-hmm. I said before, Newcastle can jump up on you, and Irish can go to sleep. Yeah. So. Yeah, ask Exeter about that. Right. So Maybe just home teams. <laughs> it's just like that's what's going to break that, I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, Saints and Bath. Unfortunately, Saints. I don't think this is where Bath break their duck. Yeah. Um, no. And this is not like those other two matches. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, uh, Worcester and Moss. Well, it's considering good. our two starts of the week come from Moss. Moss, right? Yeah. And they're on, they're on the fast track, too, which helps. They're, on, they're at uh, they're at sixth place, right? Exeter and Saracens. This, this if there is a the old enemy game in Premiership rugby, you you know England like to call it Wales the old enemy. If there is one of those types of things, this is it. This is it. These are old enemies that just don't like each other, and there was no natural rivalry that occurred in terms of history. It's just mm-hmm. been based on the the, the Premiership finals. <laughs> Right. And, the, and you know, the number of times that they've met each other and clash pretty hard. Right. So it's, uh, it's like when you play a, a hockey series, you know, or you play a seven game series against another team, you mm-hmm. fucking hate them by the end of it. And it, that, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't go away that easily. No. Um, and imagine that stretching over multiple years where that that's you play the most emotional game of the season every year against that team. It, it becomes a thing. Yep, it totally does. You know, and they've and. It, it's been it's it's always one of those ones that you get the popcorn out and you're like let's see what happens let's see what breaks because <laughs> something's gonna break <laughs> however in the with we're, we're talking about on team form um it's team form's it's, not amazing for exeter no it, it's no it seemed to me this is uh sarah you know because this is do saracens fuck themselves out of their own heads that's what decides this match it's all it's all in the saracens hands um just based on how exeter are playing and and how saracens are playing so and who you know who saracens have and and how yeah what they've been doing and and just exeter's entire game plan it's not it's not even about so much for exeter who they have um although it doesn't matter who they start as we said it's just how they play it's not it's not a winning style anymore mm-hmm. it's too too eat you know yes oh you're just looking for to kick it in the corner and then drive over teams yeah, figured that made, out made real hard life for them on that one mm-hmm. last week that was really good that was really good on them right and teams in general are just cut, cutting down on the penalties around midfield because that's that's what exeter thrive on yeah they know they're gonna get like, it, just be so. patient just you know don't try for too much just make your tackles and they'll eventually fuck it up and then you now you put it back deep in their territory again yeah i mean see the london irish match that they lost you know that was that's how many of those guys had 20 odd tackles in the on the day a lot of them but they didn't give away a lot of penalties so it helped and i'm not saying it's easy (laughs) i'm not sure i'm not saying no you have to be very disciplined you have to be very disciplined it's it's not easy but saracens are a team that and that's why i'm saying it's it's down to their attitude because if they bring the right attitude that disciplined attitude they'll they'll cruise Mm -hmm. but if they bring their 
they've been a little shithouse at times lately. Um, a little bit cringe out there. Mm-hmm. So if they if they they go with that attitude, there it's not going to work out well. No, well, no. Um, Sunday match: Lester at Quint and uh, and Quinns uh, at Walford Road. I'm taking the house. Is this match? I'm glad you did. Um, is this match a? Is this match more than just this match? I like, mean, is, do you think there's something? I think there's a little bit more than than just the match on the line here. I, I mean, mean so- it's not like. You know, it's not you're not playing for for the tens, the the ten that you want. It's not that. It's not like you know whoever wins wins that. It's that's that's clearly decided. Um, but do you think there's a little bit of a? Mm. Yeah, there's some there's something extra mm. to this, no doubt. Yeah, some, and you know it's it's right now what's been an unstoppable tank in Leicester mm-hmm. against you know everybody's favorite new fly half for Quinns and. Can he get, you know, get in there and get, you know, he's going to have to do some of the hard stuff, unfortunately, in this match. Mm -hmm. And then if he does, it will open up later on, but he needs to do the hard stuff. So, you know, and we need to see the likes of um, Lavise and and Don Brandt step up uh, for the state and Marler uh, for their forwards. And then, yeah, they're their usual backs. And we'll see if because that midfield is dynamite for both for both sides. So we'll Mm -hmm. see how that looks. Um, I think whoever they roll out for either side is going to be very fun to watch. Uh, yeah, I am going with the visitors on this one because I I think in the end, uh, Quins are the like have the edge one to fifteen. Um, in total, actually, sorry, one to twenty three. Really, mm-hmm. um, I I like that the talent that the Harlequins can roll out there and Lester have been fantastic. But I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I'm excited to see what the, this kind of test. Yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, I mean, outside of Saracens, which was a pretty good match in its own right. Um, yeah, I'm not. Sure. I, I want to see Leicester against another top team and see how that works out. Because, and I, I mean, we know Quinns can just jump up and fucking put fifty up for fun. Yeah, if you're not paying attention, absolutely right. Even absolutely. as like that could happen. I'm not saying Leicester wouldn't score thirty of their own, but. Um, this could be this could be like either a grinded out match or it could be a, um, a I can look you know anything you can do I can do better type of match. I'm really hoping for the latter. Yeah, um, I think we all are. <laughs> <laughs> and and if it is, I think that favors the Quins because that's their that is their style. Uh, mm. Lester, it's like that's what they've been doing. Lester are, are are developing it. Yep. Yes. 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 Agreed. All right. So uh, fancy corner wrapped up. Uh, fancy rugby podcast at gmail.com we'll do uh, start sits on friday uh, mm-hmm. tweet at ben or i for any any issues between now and then um get the patreon and if you had the patreon you'd have our sheet update up to date by now yep and all this latest well. info just just saying <laughs> just throwing that out there just saying if you had that you'd have it by now yeah um i do like the idea of one day getting a um a patreon league uh, going at one point for either FRD or TRM or both. Um, so we'll, we'll explore that as we develop this whole thing, but yes, that's there as well. So we'll, we'll probably get it, get tucked into that at some point. So until next week, uh, we appreciate you all for hanging out with us and, uh, listen to us babble for a little bit, but we'll catch you all next week. Have a good one. Later. Cheers.